There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. So we got Alicia on the line. She is looking for a second date update with a guy named Eddie. Hey, Alicia, Eddie. how are you? Hi, I'm I'm a little nervous. <laughs> I know, we but, get that uh, every once in a while, but uh, take your time. We're happy to help you out, and we just appreciate you coming on. Yeah, so I met Eddie online, and we went out once. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to a really nice dinner downtown. Uh, he drove in a very nice car. It was really clean, and I really liked that. Um, I don't know, it seems like it's been a while since... I've been in like, you know, a clean, nice car. So that made a really good impression. I love that that's the home run for her. Is that he, he had a clean, nice car, you know? She noticed. Yeah. She noticed. Right. And, you know, we, so we just had dinner uh, with a couple of drinks. So neither of us drank too much, which was another rare occasion, to be honest with you. But it was nice. Wait, what's the rare occasion? And, the fact that you didn't drink too much or the fact that you yeah. had to, oh. Okay. Yeah, we didn't drink because we had so much to talk about. You know, the food was great, and we talked nonstop. Oh, uh, so you didn't drink at all? No, no. We we had a couple of drinks each, but, oh, gotcha. you know, we didn't drink too much. Okay. The food was so great, and we literally had so much to talk about. It, it was nonstop. Very cool. And, yeah, I, I thought that he was smart and funny, and he's... He's really up on, you know, everything that's going on in the world, which I think is sexy. Mm-hmm. You know, to me, smart is sexy in my universe. Right. I agree. Um, so, yeah, we, we basically just had a really great time. We were at the restaurant for almost three hours, mm. uh, which is a long time for a first date, I think. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he drove me home. He hugged me goodbye, and that was it. And I haven't heard from him since. Okay. I always ask about the endings of these dates because I think the tone and, you know, the whole vibe can sometimes be telling and help us sort of predict going in what might be the reason he's not calling you back. Can you kind of give me a sense of what the vibe felt like to you when you guys, you said you got a hug, did it? I don't know, feel like an affectionate hug? Was he really into it? Do you feel like it was just sort of a appeasement hug? It wasn't one of those, like, hold you hugs, you know, where he's really, you really feel that connection even in a hug. I on, Honestly, it wasn't. It was a simple... Lean in, pat you on the back hug. kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. And 
I, I just don't understand because we had we, the dinner went so well. We had so much to talk about, you know, and I, I don't know what switched in his mind at some point because I haven't heard from him. And I've tried texting him a couple of times, literally no response. So something, something happened that I, I, I've been trying to go back and forth in my head about it, and I, I can't, I don't know. No theories. Yeah, and I'm just so curious. You know, I'm nervous. Like I said in the beginning, I'm nervous, but yeah. I'm also really curious. I just kind of want to know. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, then let's do this. Why don't we take a break? I'll put you on hold. Fritch will get his phone number from you, and we'll call Eddie. See what we can get out of Eddie. And hopefully get you guys on a second date since it went so well. He sounds like a great guy. So let's do this. We'll take a break. We'll come back. A second date update continues here at Cincinnati's Q102. All right. So Alicia met this guy, Eddie. Um, I was distracted when Alicia explained how she met Eddie. I apologize, Alicia. I wasn't listening very carefully when you said that. How did you meet Eddie? Uh, We met online. Met online. And, um... One of the things that she, one of the big impacts that Eddie made on her is that he has a clean, nice car. <laughs> one should never take for granted a clean and nice car. And was he wearing a nice, clean shirt too? He was very nice. He he was very put together. Yes. Cool. Okay. And so they had this great dinner, and they had a couple of drinks, but they didn't get super wasted drunk because they were having such a great, wonderful connection. You know, and they were. They were talking about life and what's happening in the world, and he's a smart, yeah. funny, intelligent guy, very very connected to what's happening in the world, and intelligence is sexy. And um, it- Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group, schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. At the end of the at this three-hour dinner that they had, he drove her home. He gave her a hug. She's texted him a couple times. No response. Totally blowing her off. And Alicia has gone over this in her mind, back and forth, has no theories as to what could have changed. You know, obviously something. She doesn't know what it is, so we're going to try to call Eddie, find out what it is. If it's anything, maybe it's nothing. Maybe he's just a super busy guy because he's so busy staying connected to what's going on in the world. So Mm -hmm. let's do this. We will uh, call Eddie and try to get a second date for you. You ready, Alicia? Yeah, here we go. All right, because if she was nervous before. Now I'm really nervous. Now you're really nervous. All right. Hi, can we speak to Eddie, please? Yeah, this is Eddie. Who's this? Hi, Eddie. It's Jeff and Janet, Q102. How are you this morning? Uh, Jen from the radio? <laughs> yeah. 
Oh my god! And we got Fritch, Hi. and we got Tim, and the the whole gang's here. Hi, Good morning. Hi. I I don't really listen, but I heard of you guys. A bunch of my coworkers listen on the, the dating thing you guys do. <laughs> well, you know that's uh, a coincidence because it just so happens that is why we're calling you. Oh. And I promise your coworkers had nothing to do with this. Right. This isn't about Alicia, is it? It is about Alicia. I don't want to be. A, mean or disrespectful here and i i realize you guys have a great show i think you know a lot of friends of mine like it but i i don't want to debate about this i don't want to talk about it i will just say this we went out during the whole roseanne debacle and we started to talk about it and it became clear that she and i have very different viewpoints i'm not a racist and she is and that's oh. the end of that story. wow so, oh my uh, okay we're and, done with that. Because I'll tell you why we're calling. She was left with the impression, a completely different, she didn't even bring up the Roseanne thing. She just said that you seem like a very nice, uh, intelligent guy who's up to speed on current events and how intelligence is sexy. And so, I mean, whatever this disagreement was that you guys had about Roseanne, it never occurred to her that that division might be what's uh, separated you two. So can you? Well, that's, that's, go ahead. I mean, I'm, you know, no, that, I'm sorry. That, it's just that's a huge issue for me there. I mean, if she doesn't know that that's, you know, a division, I don't know what to say. I mean, there, it's clearly, you know, it, it could, I can hear, it, you know, right now my voice. It's very upsetting to me that somebody thinks that she uh, didn't deserve to be fired for this racism that she okay i sorry i have to Twitter. jump in here okay Hello? first of all seriously for you to go and call me a racist is so out of line and out of bounds here i'm not quite sure how you go from us having a intelligent debate about this all i was saying was that just because i i loved her show and I didn't think that she deserved to be fired and that the entire show needed to be canceled. Yeah. Like that, you, you're yeah. saying that that makes me a racist? I yeah. never yeah, said that exactly, I agreed that's with exactly what she right. said. I, I remember exactly what you said. And yes, to have any sort of idea that she shouldn't be fired, to me, you are siding with her. Why would they keep her on television when she related a woman of color to a monkey? To me, I, I mean, I, I'm, that's, all that's I'm trying to a, say is for you to come out here and call me a racist is way out of line. Well, I, I, right. I, I know people in the television world. I, I have connections with that. And yeah, what great. you're not well, seeing you know what? is that if there the are fits, Alicia, so many the shoe people, fits, that, all right? hundred of people that just lost their job. They had nothing to do with her and the text that she or the, the tweet that she tweeted that was disgusting. Yeah, well, not maybe nice. she should have thought I was of that just trying to talk to about that mm. to think about the other people involved in this that they all lost their jobs. You know, like all right, guys. Hey, guys. Hello, hello. I'm sorry to interrupt, guys. Uh, I think you know, obviously, this, the second date's not going to happen here. You have two very different schools of thought, mm-hmm. and it's not that. This uh, debate doesn't deserve to take place. It's just we kind of have already been through every angle of this ad nauseum on the radio. (laughs) And so I say this with respect. And love. Yes. Peace and and love. love. Peace and love. That if there is not going to be a second date, we can absolutely leave it at that. Both of you have been heard. Mm -hmm. And with respect, Eddie, thank you for taking the call. Alicia, I'm sorry it turned out the way that it did 
I'm, I don't even know what to say. No one has ever called me a racist in my entire life. It's the furthest thing from me. And they, it makes me my blood boil that someone thinks that of me. So I would not like to see him again. And I'm glad this cleared the air. Oh, good. That's I great. I wish him so well. Thanks, guys. Thanks a lot. Okay. All right, Eddie, thank you for taking the call. And Alicia, if we can ever help you out on a second date update situation again, give us a call. We'd be happy to talk to you again. Okay. All right. Take it easy, guys. You sure you're okay with having a racist on your show? <laughs> oh, touch and go. Touch and go. <laughs> I'll tell you what, uh, on the on the subject of Roseanne, never in a million years did I think that a Roseanne spinoff without Roseanne Barr was actually going to happen, but now it looks like it definitely will happen. Yeah. The, Darlene will be the center of attention. The Hollywood Reporter says Roseanne has verbally agreed to give up any monetary rights to the new series and walk away, which is an awfully nice gesture to the people she screwed, you know, mm-hmm. by screwing them out of a job. I I think she feels really awful about that. I'm sure. It's the guilt, I can't imagine. She might receive a one-time payoff to do that, but... But hey. Still. Yeah. It would pave the way. Uh, the original show was created by a guy named Matt Williams. But Roseanne also got a credit as the creator of the character the show was based on. So she could have dug her heels in on this if she wanted to. And still, this is Roseanne we're talking about, so who knows? You know, today she could give them her blessing only to turn around tomorrow and accuse John Goodman or the head of NBC or ABC or whatever of, you know, stabbing her in the back or turning on her or something. Mm-hmm. So if the show does happen, yes, it will be focused on Darlene. And I hope Roseanne's getting the help she needs. You know, and you could pretty much accommodate the rest of the cast. How you would explain her? Where, where did where did Roseanne go? Yeah. Oh, she's gone off to a sensitivity training camp. I mean, I think they pretty much have to kill her off or give her. I, you know, I think an opioid addiction would be a believable route to go because I mean, we know she's got all of this. Is it her knee? It's, it's mm-hmm. her knee, right? Yeah, I think in the knee. last... You're listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.